0: Good morning. It is April 10th, Saturday, joined with uh, Frank Karras, lead snow ranger at Mount Washington Avalanche Center for the weekly finale of the uh, public outreach podcast. It's been a interesting winter, Frank. Um, appreciate you making the time to, to swing by today and all the other weeks. I think this was a, a really good year to get information out, and we certainly saw a shift in, I think, the I don't know, the avalanche awareness culture in, yep. in the White Mountains. Um, and this has certainly been a great resource for a lot of skiers and snowboarders and coming up and hikers that want to come up in week after week and yep. see, see what's happening.
1: Yeah, we've this has been a good venue. I think I'm seeing a lot of great behavior from people, particularly the new, new to backcountry ski crowd you know, people with their first AT setups or split boards getting into the terrain and, you know, engaging with snow rangers when we're up there and just really, uh, you know, they're clearly learning how to break down the risks and make choices that match their skills and the terrain and snow that's there. Um, Pretty marked shift this last week, you know, as we tend to get the historically— more normal crowd you know the alpine skiers that are coming up um they're much less aware of hazards and often um are pretty dismissive of the hazards wrote about that a little bit in the forecast today and you know it's a tux of steep terrain with a with all the objective hazards you'd have in any mountain environment and um a lot of those things are just low probability events like ice fall or falling in a moat or waterfall hole but the consequences are severe and it's uh, you know I, most of the the folks who are more on that avalanche aware side of the equation um, are getting it or, or they already do get it you know and they're uh, they're making good decisions and they're just reducing their exposure to some of these risks that are just so easy to avoid um, but you know, today, Saturday, um, with really, really good weather and really good conditions, um, at nine o'clock already, the parking lots, both overflow parking lots are full. So it's going to be, you know, uh, miraculous if we get through the day without, um, serious incidents, even with good conditions, you know, there's just this high probability of, You know, when you get a thousand people, chances are someone is going to have an orthopedic injury, even in the kind of good conditions we have now, or we've even had just heart attacks, shortness of breath. Um, and then, and those, you know, we're really well set up and what I fear most is a big icefall event and, uh, crunch rocks, um, whoever, thank you, whoever on Instagram coined that term, but I think it's, it's stuck, um is just ground zero for that low probability high consequence event. And, um, so that's what I fear today is the kind of mass casualty event we've had in the past with multiple injuries and maybe even a fatality. So yeah, grim, grim subject, but gosh, the skin's awesome everywhere else. Sounds like you got out yesterday and the more remote areas that don't have the objective hazards from other people would be where I'd go today if I could.
0: Yeah. We're at that time of year where, and this feels like late April, early May conditions, everything's pushed Mm -hmm. up a month Mm -hmm. and you're right. It's a numbers game. People skiing out the Sherby, like that's hazard right there. Like that's going to get all bumped up and thousands of people coming through. It's just like at a resort, something, something's going to probably happen. There's a likelihood um, that said, it's like it's easy to get complacent and to fall into what other people are doing up there, yeah. like where some people are staying below hazards. It's you know, you always have to be heads up. And it's sometimes you go up for these days where you just want to spectate and watch the circus. And I know it probably makes you you're anxious just trying to get through this weekend. And It's after what you had to deal with last week. I can imagine that you just want you just want this season to kind of move along <laughs>
1: yeah
0: better for bit.
1: <laughs> I love you know, I love people to enjoy themselves, but I love it when they acknowledge the risks um when they're doing it, you know, like the the little show at the end of the day yesterday where somebody made this long traverse in what appeared to be a sitting position with a naked eye from the top of left gully out into Center Bowl and then just stopped perched above a little cliff, and I got the binoculars out and I realized. Wow, that person has one ski on. It's their uphill ski. And now they're not moving. They're stuck. And, you know, I saw their partner not able to manage the situation at all. He started he or she started sidestepping above them, just like trying to go somewhere. She kept looking down, expecting a rescue. Ultimately, after about ten or fifteen minutes, someone skied that ski across. And and in my mind, what's playing out there is like, all right, well, that guy's relationship with her is over. Like he just led her to <laughs> <laughs> in this horrendous situation. She had frame bindings, right? So she couldn't get out of her binding on the one ski that was on her foot, which was the uphill ski. So imagine her leg kind of folded up under her. She couldn't get out of the situation. And somebody, whoever that was, thank you very much for skiing the ski across to her and then coaching her down through the little choke side slipping through some of the steepest terrain, you know, and that spot right there has a big um, rock emerged out of the snow on like the 40 degree slope below. So kind of high consequence. And that's the kind of random stuff you see. And, um, and those are the things where, you know, I'm just empathetic. Like I, it's a balance between just like trying to separate yourself from the outcome of what's going to happen but also knowing like having seen tragedy unfold in people's lives after these things happen is uh, is tough. And uh, I'm going down a rabbit hole of what it's like to be a forecaster but um, or a rescue person. But, you know, I think it's good for some for people to just acknowledge those those risks and the, the outcome that the ripple effect of, of these outcomes in people's lives, but moving forward, you know, I think this week could be really good for folks that are still wanting to get out. Um, we're going to get a little colder, a little, some showers tonight, cooler temperatures tomorrow, which frankly the snowpack could use uh, firm up a little bit and reduces all the sloughing, um, and kind of rotten snow at the surface. Hopefully this, this week will be, um, warming, during the daytime enough, and I think it will be, though it may be solar driven by aspect, but we'll see how that pans out. And looking further forward, it just seems like we have well, looking at the climate prediction center, you know, we have an above chance of being above average temperatures for the region. And that seems to be playing out pretty, pretty well. Over the past couple of weeks in this winter, really, with the blocking pattern that's in place right now, we've got high pressure setting over us, low pressures kind of gradually wandering around nearby, and um, we'll be getting a little bit of clouds and some some weather from them through the week uh, from, I think, the low pressure to our west. But otherwise, yeah, it seems like a, we're, we'll hold on to the snow at ravine elevations for at least a couple more weeks.
0: Yeah, i was going to note that yesterday up in the great gulf we're I mean, skiing top to bottom 1200 vertical with no hazards like really i mean not
1: like
0: yeah. nothing you have to like n- yeah. navigate around and right. the snow like you're saying got a little sloppy where it just bumped up and it needs to needs that little reset yeah either you know the rain will help um but just to, to freeze up a bit but yeah it's there's you know you you can't ski out the cog all the way like you used to probably a few days ago it's pretty impressive. The, how that snow is holding up in the, on yeah. that skier's left side. Yeah. Um, worth getting out. There's still, like, you can avoid Tuckerman Ravine if you don't like the crowds. If you want to see the circus, go go hang out, watch it. But um, if you look at Great Gulf, um, Oaks, Gulf of Slides, Huntington, there's snow, there's snow out there. Yeah,
1: people and, are skiing out Monroe Brook still, which surprised me. But that
0: surprised me too, there, but I took a photo of it and there's, there's a significant amount of snow. I saw people skiing in Burt. I don't know. Yeah. They probably, you know, it a kind of at this point, it's a lot to get into it. Um, Yeah. But
1: yeah, it's a reasonable way out if the cog isn't, isn't good. I think you just have to manage, figure out how to get up and out. But that slope is probably holding snow. That one you can skin up to get back to the tracks and through the woods. Yeah. And,
0: and the other fun fact, this would be the Inferno weekend. Could you imagine, could you imagine that?
1: Yep. Yeah. There'd be a lot of walking for the Inferno racers. What a, what a, what a bizarre winter Yeah. weather wise.
0: Cool. Well, anything else?
1: Um, I think that's it. I think when the, just the final message to make clear, you know, thanks to everyone who's helped out with rescues. Um, those of you going to talks, also listening to this, we, um, I think people need to realize that rescuers are, you know, taxed, and we only have three patrollers, four snorangers. So, don't be surprised if you um, someone has a broken leg, which is, you know, moderate to severe in- injury, really, and uh, they're asked to have their party carry that litter out. Um, you know, we have to maintain our resource resources up there through the day and into the evening. So we tend to release people slowly, our professional rescuers anyway, pretty slowly. So, you know, be ready to pit, lend a hand and people always have stepped up, which is great.
0: Yeah. Thanks to, I mean, I had a couple customers that were in a steep skiing course that helped with a yeah, rescue yeah. and they were, you know, they're out there from three o'clock to uh nine 30. Yeah.
1: That's a, it's a big ask and, uh, it's a good learning effort, learning opportunity too. And. Um,
0: no, I think it's in line with the whole ski kind mentality is like, look out for others. You know, yep. if you see someone without a ski and you, you have the ability, you've got the ability to go get them that ski and help them out and get them down safely. I feel like that's a pretty common, common place to be if you're in these crowded areas is just, you know, help out. Yeah. Don't scold people, but just educate and be nice and yep. um, try to make, make life as easy as possible for everyone up there yeah including you frank
1: yeah yeah and it could be me i remind myself like a little uh hitting a rock on some random trail and you could blow a knee out very easily any any one of us could so pay it forward
0: excellent all right well i see you're in shorts it it took um like a (laughs) almost near 70 degree day down here to get you in shorts so spring is officially here
1: um, it's a and, hot hike up to talk to yeah.
0: all right. Well, I hope you can find parking. Hope no one, uh, took your spot.
1: Yeah, no, I'll be wedging my truck into the driveway at the garage. I rode my motorcycle yesterday so I can double park in front in of oh. someone's car. Yeah. Smart. All right. We'll see you up there, Andrew. Yeah. And, uh, thanks for this, uh, podcast this season. Hope it was helpful.
0: I think, I think, uh, the feedback's been excellent. Um, people are tuning in. Numbers are going up. So people are hearing what, what you have to say, Frank. Um, so for everyone, enjoy the rest of your season and, uh, yeah, you can always send feedback or questions. We'll be picking this back up next year.
1: All right, cool. Have a good spring.
0: You too. Bye.